In a lone world, evil rises up. Only two men stand against it. Those names are Ed and Sean, otherwise known as the Geeksters. Oh, yeah. You know what time that is, boys and girls. It's time to dim the lights and light the candles and turn on that sexy music and get comfy. Lube up the loofah, because it's time for another thrilling episode of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 29 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm Sean. <laughs> I just figured I'd come in like, low, like, hey, yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> you always come in like, hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to the angry one. <laughs> And tonight, we're going to start like we always do with our releases of the week. Yay! What's new this week, Ed? Well, the first one we have to mention, of course, is Django Unchained. Hey, 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 hey. The D is silent. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I read it wrong. (laughs) The Django. The Django. No, no, no. J is silent. D is silent. Well, yeah. Chase silent, too. Dango Unchained. (laughs) Dango Unchained. Hey, I'm Dango. (laughs) Doesn't have a nice flow, it's Django. I know, but I want the J silent. Dango. <laughs> Dango chained. <laughs> a completely different movie. So you did see this movie in the I theater. did. I loved it. I thought it was great. I don't know. Like, people want to bitch about the N-word. I don't you know what? It was used excessively. You know what? That's how they talked back then. Right. You know, for, let it go, people. I mean, it was a good movie. It was Quentin Tarantino at the top of his top form. I gotta see it. It was it was Long. It was good. There were some laughs. There was some violence. You know, it was it was just a damn good movie. Well deserved of the writing Oscar that he got for it. Okay, that's it. Cool. <laughs> oh, and actually, you know what? There is more thing. I'm not a typical Leonardo DiCaprio fan, right? I've mentioned yeah. this in the past. After Titanic, I kind of I lost uh, any kind of not respect for him, but it was just like I saw his face everywhere at that time, and it was just like you know what? I don't like him now. Is there anything that he was in? I was always like, I'm not going to see it. You know, but over the couple of years, I've seen him in movies and I've kind of like enjoyed him, but I thought he was great in Django Unchained. He actually made me kind of almost like a fan. Really? If he plays a bad guy. Okay. If he plays the heartthrob nice, like, oh, I'm, let me draw you like I do my French girls. You know, <laughs> like, bitch, there was enough room on that plank. Move that fat ass over. You know? <laughs> If he gets away from that, I sacrificed myself for you, for love. <laughs> Where's that big ass diamond? Blah 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 blah. You know, here he was basically just a bad guy, and yeah. I liked him. He was really good. I mean, he did this one thing in the movie where he kind of snaps and yells, and I'm just like, oh, oh. I, 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 if if I wasn't twice his size, I'd be a little scared of him. <laughs> 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 like what? <He's> a... <laughs> Get your ass on that boat! <laughs> oh, we're gonna be in a dream of my dream of my dream. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Own me, bitch. <laughs> so right. yeah, so that was good. Good. I highly recommend that for those people who haven't seen it. Go see it. I'm actually gonna say that's a buyer. Okay. If you're a fan of Quentin Tarantino, you're gonna buy it anyway. But if you're, and I gotta be honest, I'm not really a Jamie Foxx kind of fan either. 
because after he won the Oscar for Ray, for some reason, I all of a sudden I just kind of felt like his ego got huge. Like that's right. I since I played a real guy and won an Oscar for it, I'm the man. Right. But <sighs> he was actually guy. I, I try to separate the man from the actor. Right. So I was able to enjoy it and. uh Apparently, I don't know if we mentioned this before in a previous podcast, but Will Smith was supposed to be up for that role. Really? No, I didn't know we did not mention that. There was an article I read a little while back that Will Smith was actually, Quentin Tarantino went to Will Smith. Now, this is where I could kind of question about how Will Smith is as, a, as an actor or a person more so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love a guy, and this kind of made me kind of like, eh. He read the script, and he felt like Christopher Waltz, I think the guy is the guy who won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Keeps that in mind. Won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Key phrase there. Supporting Actor. Yeah, right. Will Smith read the script and felt like the story revolved more around his, the other guy's character, the guy who won the Supporting Actor. Right. Like, it, like, Will, like Django wasn't the lead role. It was the other guy's. Wow. And like you watch the movie and you go, clearly it's not. It's, it's called Django Unchained. Jamie Foxx, the guy who's Django, is the lead character. Right. Why would you think that? But that aside... As an actor, you're telling me that you're not going to want to participate in a movie because you're not going to be the lead actor? <laughs> like, I, I just kind of was like, say it ain't so, Will. Like, instead, you're going to make a movie to put your kids in, will you? Like, well, well, maybe he had a problem with the, uh, the N-word being used. So. I don't think it was that, because he would be kind of vocal about that. I mean, he seems to be kind of a straightforward as his opinion. Right. Like, And when the movie came out, he wasn't... The only person that was against the... only person that was against the language was Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. You know, and white people. Right. You know, like, <laughs> it, it was just kind of like, and not, not that I'm black, obviously, but it just needs to be like, there's white people who tell you that you should be ashamed that N-word's being used. Right. Uh, it's like, well, no, that's how they talked in that time. They didn't use it all the time. I, you know, I think someone wrote down how many number times it was, but who cares? It's a really good movie. But I just thought it was funny that Will Smith didn't want to be in that movie because he felt like the actor... That Django wasn't the lead character, so he wasn't going to participate in it. Uh-huh. It's like if you thought it was a good movie and you're second banana, be in it because it's a good movie, not because you're not the star of it. Right, right. And then again, what's his name? Christoph, whatever his face, won his second Academy Award in a Quentin Tarantino movie, like for a supporting actor. Yeah. He's just great to watch anyway. So, I mean, if you're a fan of his, get the movie. You're a fan of Jimmy Fox, watch the movie. But there's some really, Leonardo DiCaprio was good in it. Couple Don Johnson was in it. I thought he was good. Really? Yeah, he's only in it for like real smart, a small bit. Mm-hmm. But he also plays like a plantation owner. But he's good at it. He, and he's got like the whole like uh, Colonel Sanders thing going. <laughs> it was really good. And uh, gotcha. and uh, what do you call it? Um, Chubby, what's his face? Uh, Jonah Hill's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Again, he's in it like ten minutes. I think it was more like a hey, you want to be in my movie? Okay, I'm gonna make you a clan member. Okay, <laughs> but it was very, very his his cameo was very funny. So could you make a drinking game out of it every time they say the N word? You take a drink. Uh, yeah, if, if if you took a drink every time you saw the N word, you'd probably be hammered halfway through the movie, and the movie's like three hours long. <laughs> like <laughs> you'd be going, "Hey, Jack, decided, bitch." That's right. I'm Django, Django, the decided. Don't say it's not that Django, because the D is silent. <laughs> That'd be like, like an hour and a half in. You'd be like, hi. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sober up here for a second. All right, so uh, what else just came out today? Uh, Iron Man Rise of the Techno World. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Animated an animated it's, Iron Movie. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a Japanese anime kind of movie. Um, it has some new character, well, not new characters, but characters that you usually see along with him, War Machine, Colonel Nick Fury. I imagine they put Colonel in there because they always change his rank through the. Oh uh, okay. You know because he's director and right. you know, that guy's thing. Uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye is going to be in it. And the Punisher. Yes, I did. I, I, I like I said, I was telling you earlier off yeah. air. I actually was holding it in my hands, kind of going, "Do I get it? Don't I get it?" And I read the synopsis, and I don't want to give it away, but you know what happens. But I also think too, like it's one of those movies because it looks like if you've been seeing the trailers for the new Iron Man movie, mm -hmm. it looks like he's kind of psychically linked now to his armor in a way. Right. So it's. It, I think it has like I think they made this movie to kind of help push the whole. Hey, he's psychically linked now to his armor, where he can think, and the, all the armor flies to his body. But that's how it is in the comic book too. Right. So they're trying to get up to date with who Iron Man is in current modern comics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next on our list is a Flash Gordon complete series. This is done in about two thousand and seven. Sci-Fi did it. Yeah, and didn't even never even heard of it. One season, it was it was different. It was really different. It was the, so you saw it. Yeah, I saw parts of it. I couldn't watch it. You could, couldn't stomach it. Right. So it was worthy <laughs> enough for you to mention it as a new release. <laughs> well, it's kind of geeky, so I figured, yeah, you know, it's Flash. Gordon. Like, what? What do you remember of it? Because like, I it came, must have came and went like that because I didn't even know it existed. It's, it's kind of more of, of like a, a today age Flash Gordon versus. You know, he's based back in like the 1920s, 30s. Right. Well, the, futuristic obviously, movie. what a modern, the Flash Gordon was, right. was he still a football player? That no. was. No? No. He wasn't a football player? No. Well, what was, okay, well, now that's just my. I don't even know if he was originally a football player from the original series, but I know right. for the Queen version. Right. Now I just call it the Queen version of Flash. I know he was a football player. Yeah, he was a quarterback for the New York Jets. Right. And that gets sucked into a web vortex, and he's now. He, well, he's, they escape the planet because it's being. Hit by asteroids from Ming the Merciless, uh, and they go and they, right. they they attack basically Ming. These three people, Dale and Flash and Doctor Zorkoff. Gotcha. You know, so and then they're stuck there for the rest of their lives until they find a way home. Right. Gotcha. So, so this was nothing like I mean, it was more like trying to get back to Earth. Like that was the whole thing, and then it was all about relationships and oh you know, god, exactly. That's why it only lasted one season. Oh. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm Flash Gordon. Let me talk to you about my feelings. <laughs> oh, I don't want to use this gun to shoot bad guys because my heart's heavy for my love of Dale. Is that kind of how it was? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah oof. <laughs> oof. No wonder why it didn't last. Um, next. It's, it's times like that where I hope someone gets fired. Like, I, I don't, like, wish ill will on anybody, because I know last week we were talking about the shame that people got laid off, yeah. you know, fired from the LucasArts things. Mm -hmm. But sometimes in my heart, some people deserve to get fired. <laughs> like, if you came up with that concept, and someone was stupid enough to go, we're going to put that on film and give you a bunch of money, and then wonder why it wasn't a hit, like, you should be fired for that. <laughs> I mean, granted, it could be a hit or miss most right. of the time, but if you make a, a, a really bad judgment in error, a judgment in error in judgment if you make a bad error in judgment to do something like that you need to be fired <laughs> like the people oh. who like the people who um, promoted the whatever company promoted John Carter yeah. you know should be fired because we made fun of that movie relentlessly <laughs> never saw it and then when we finally sat down this watch we went that's actually not that movie <laughs> I felt I felt guilty <laughs> like, I felt bad and I never felt bad about picking making fun of people 
you know. But I actually was like, well, I feel bad. That was actually kind of a good movie. Like, I want to see a sequel. Like, <laughs> but, and yeah. finally, 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 yes. Just to mention, Star Trek: The Next Generation, though all seven seasons is out on DVD, not Blu-ray, because they've been redoing the <laughs> Blu-ray versions and updating them, and they're just now putting them on DVD for. So they're basically they're they're re-releasing. Re- they put a new package on a new right. a new a new package and nice go, cover art. Yeah, yeah, here you go, Star Trek people. They're gonna be sucking more money out of you. Right. Yo, yet if you can do that, then why isn't the then put all the rest of the Next Generation on Blu-ray? You should be able to do that right now. Instead of waiting around a couple months. Blah, blah, blah. Just put them all out there. <laughs> I mean, it is the only series I have out of Star Trek I am collecting. You know, right. seasons. Because I don't know, for some reason, I figure once I get around to that, I know the first season of Enterprise is on Blu-ray. Yeah. And I keep, every once in a while I'm walking by the store and I hold it and I go, well, I like, I like, you know, Sam from Qu- Quantum Leap Guy. Yeah. You know, Tupal or whatever her name is, yeah, Tupal. Yeah, she was hot. No, 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 How... no. Uh, yeah, Tupal. You're right. Okay, I was going to give you the wrong one because it was Tuvok from the Voyager. So yeah, Tuvok was a dude. We're talking about the hot chick, <laughs> the hot chick Vulcan. Even with the pointy ears, it was like she's smoking hot. But then I'm um, part of me is like, well, I really didn't get into the show, so uh, like I feel like I'm kind of losing my geek edge if I don't have Star Trek in my collection. Mm-hmm. But then by a part of me, I'm going. I think that I'm a kind of a true geek because I don't have Enterprise in my collection. Because like, <laughs> a lot of geeks didn't like that show. <laughs> but the techie loyals are always like, it was part of the mythology. Kind of, sort of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. The technology was a little bit more advanced in the Kirk era. How do you explain that? You don't. Like, but then you kind of reword it in like, the final season with the whole Time Wars kind of thing yeah. to make it like, oh, we were advanced, but then... The time wars happened, and we took away most of that tech, so that's why Kirk has the low-budget ship that he has. Like, I don't know. Like, kind of work it out, guys. <laughs> okay. There was one more thing you didn't mention. What's um, Spies of Warsaw? No, I did not mention that one. Um, it was the BBC. It was just recently on BBC America. Yes. Um, it stars uh, David Tennant, the 10th Doctor. Right. So right away, I was kind of interested in it. I didn't watch it on BBC America. Okay. Um, but uh, my dad was watching. He said it was pretty good. But I was kind of surprised. It was like, it was just on BBC. It's now on Blu-ray? Like, but then I realized it was actually made last year. Yeah. So it was like, oh, we just kind of had it sitting on a shelf. We're going to put it on air. And then after it gets done air, we'll put it on DVD and Blu-ray. Right. So I was like, oh, I'll just grab that because I like David Tennant. And Dad said the show was pretty good. It was very kind of like spy intrigue, kind of like a, yeah. you know. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm in. Because I like him. He actually, never knowing anything about him except for watching Doctor Who, mm-hmm. I liked him as Doctor Who. And I thought he was great in the Fright Night remake. Yes. You know, he stole the show as far as I was concerned. Right. If you've never seen Fright Night, go see that movie because he steals Peter Venkin. Peter Venkin. No, that's, that's what you call it. That's Bill Murray's character. <laughs> Completely different movie. movie. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> Too much Rodney Peter Stein. Vincent. <laughs> yes. Peter Vincent. He plays Peter Vincent, which was Rodney McDowell's role in the original. You know, in, in the original, he was kind of like an old TV host of kind of like an old shock horror of the, movies. Right. But in this version, he kind of plays more like a um, mind freak magician. Yes. <laughs> but he's so good. And he's completely, for me, he completely stole the movie. Right. So I was like, all right, he won me over as an actor, so I'll support whatever he does. 
<laughs> and that's our DVD and Blu-ray releases of DVD and Blu-rays of the week. On, on the video game front, uh, first one is Lego City Undercover. The chase begins for 3DS. Yeah. So all your 3DS fans out there that want to play Legos on the go. Well, I guess yeah, I'm yeah. assuming it's probably the companion piece to Lego City Undercover. Like, if when you... Because I have Lego City Undercover because I do like the Lego games. Yeah. Well, so, in the in the in the description it says it's a prequel. To yes. That game. Okay. Well, that explains it. Then I would, that that's my assumption because yeah. in the with Lego City Undercover, you're a cop coming back from just having beat in like you're I guess like one of those on the edge cops on the edge kind of thing, <laughs> and you're coming back into town for some reason, and the guy you put away behind bars has just recently been released or escaped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that that would be the story of like how he first got him mm-hmm. like kind of thing I was like I do have a 3DS but I can't I gotta be honest I can't do handheld games anymore I'm starting to feel like eh. <laughs> you know eh. especially with the 3D it does actually kind of hurt my eyes a little bit after a while because it's, it's the glasses free screen right so I'm like eh, yeah right and I got the XL one too so it's like an extra large screen just, eh, just not really doing it for me well, it doesn't do it for you, but other other fans other yeah, oh, might, yep. might enjoy it. So, so be a sucker it. and buy that stupid game. <laughs> hey, I'm the angry one. Let me be angry. Stupid game. Stupid system. <laughs> huh. What's next, Ed? <laughs> Painkiller. Hell and damnation. Uh, you know, I saw the box. I didn't even know it was coming out. So what is it about, Ed? Hell <laughs> has returned. Dominic Powers a manifesting themselves into... M- Madrid of dark creatures fighting over the fates of impressionable souls caught in purgatory. Once again, it's up to Daniel Varner, the unbelievable position of being the cursed of the darkness and the toy of light, to fight the, to pass the hordes of demons and friends. Wow, you make that sound so exciting. Uh, <laughs> I know you just read what's on the page, but it's just like, uh, you know what, that whole description made me know nothing about the game. I'll have to go screen, look at some screen caps. I mean, obviously, I didn't even know when it was released, so it was one of those... I guess since you're going to mention the big release of the week, yeah, it was probably just like... Oh, we need some filler. We need some filler. we got to throw this game out. I mean, it's going against this game? Oh, why even bother promoting it? And that game was? Injustice, the gods among us. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> So, do you want to? Since I mentioned it, do you want to go on and uh, talk yeah, about it? Yeah, it was it? all right. It was all right. No, no, I'm just, eh. no. It's actually, I as Ed, as people have known from listening to the show, I am a gamer uh-huh. and I'm a sucker for certain kind of games. And this is a fighting game. It's by the guys who create Mortal Kombat. Okay. If you remember the abysmal DC versus Mortal Kombat, I like that game. Oh God, it was abysmal. It was horrible. I thought it was great. And how many games do you play on average? <laughs> one a month. Right, so you get game. one game and it's amazing. <laughs> you got like a guy like me who's sitting there playing. I am juggling between that, uh, Bioshock Infinite, Guild Wars 2, Defiance. You kind of go, yeah, that movie's a piece of crap. You get to know what crap, what's crap and what's not. <laughs> I mean, it was good for like a first time try to actually go... Look, I'm playing a fighting game with Batman. But that was before Arkham City and Arkham Asylum came out. Yeah. You know, when you're now, like, you are Batman when you play those games. This was like a punch, kick, oh, look, no blood. Punch, kick, oh, look, no blood. Special move, special move, which is like a combination that 
only a 12-year-old with nimble fingers and double-jointed thumbs can do. Because it's like up, down, left, right, spin around in a circle, X, double tap the R2 button, push up, and that's your fatality. <laughs> oh, God. I could never do the fatalities on that game because it was always like, wait, I got to have another hand to do this. And you only get like like three seconds to pull it off. Yeah. So you're like... And then you wonder why you don't make it. You're like... Oh. That, that that game, like the Mortal Kombat games because of that whole fighting system, like the whole, that whole fatality thing, right. made me want to get a programmable uh, controller so I can punch in codes right. and save it as... Oh look! I just hit X and R two, and oh look! I put it as the finish move because I pro reprogrammed the up, down, left, right gazillion times on a Sunday at noon, <laughs> on a Friday, <laughs> over in Europe. You know, like X. <laughs> <laughs> but that game was horrible. Sorry, Ed. I mean, I know it may be fine, but <sighs> I enjoyed it. Okay. okay. Like, All right. It was a good. It was a good first try. Yeah. Anyway, that way, because they kind of for this game, they really did kind of went. This was kind of like the apology for DC versus <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> this is like, yeah, yeah, we know that game was shit. So here's a real one. <laughs> here's a real game with nothing but DC characters, so you can actually get. I think Aquaman would kick how Green Lantern's ass. No. No, Batman would beat up Superman because he's got the kryptonite ring. <laughs> Superman, he'd kick everyone's ass. Joker, Joker would slice and dice you bitches. You know, you can finally have those arguments and actually play it out going, oh, oh, really? You you think uh, Batman's going to kick Superman's ass? Let's throw down, bitch. Bam, bam, pow, pow, pew, 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 pew. You know, and then it is a great game for you to be able to go turn to your friend after you kick his ass and go, suck it. <laughs> I just beat you up with Wonder Woman. <laughs> Superman got bitch slapped. And he liked it. Yeah. He got tied up in that golden lasso. I was like, hit me some more. <laughs> I didn't realize I'm a bitch and I love it. <laughs> it's a great game to talk smack to you with your friends with. But again, it's, you know, as a as a solitary gamer, I'm pretty much doing all it by myself. Just going, I'm playing the game by myself. And I'm kicking ass. I'm going, yeah, suck it, Wonder Woman. Mm, boom, mm, take that. Wear pants. Oh, <laughs> oh, Harley, I don't like your outfit. Take that, you bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, they, I'm a lot of fun. I'm, I should just videotape myself and going, oh, yeah. Oh, you, 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 want, you want this uppercut? Oh, uh, take that uppercut. Take that uppercut. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, boom, look at that pulling out a batarang. <laughs> so, yeah, the game's really good. Okay. <laughs> no, you said there's, the, there's a story mode. Well, yeah, it kind of plays like if anybody who had, who it's by the people who do make Mortal Kombat. Okay. So if you picked up, I think it was like two or three years ago, uh, Mortal Kombat didn't, the people at, um, Neversoft mm-hmm. I think it's the name of the company uh, finally made a new updated version of Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. that if you bought the PS3 version you got to play Kratos Freddy Krueger was a downloadable character right and in that game mode there's a storyline 
you know, and what's nice about the storyline was that you could play multiple characters. It wasn't like you pick your favorite character and you go through his storyline. Mm-hmm. You actually could mix it up. So you actually kind of have to know almost everybody's moves. Okay. At, but it wasn't done in a way where you actually had to, like, you didn't need those button combinations to pull the fatalities. Okay. Like, they did make it a little easier. Mm-hmm. And they really made it nice and easy for the DC, you know, the Injustice game. Right. So, it, first of all, it, the character development, I'm going to say, is kind of some of the looks. Like, I didn't like how they made Batman, you know, and Superman. It's kind of like they're walking. They still need to polish up their character, their visuals as far as when they do cutscenes. Okay. Because, like, I posted the opening scene if, on our, our Facebook page. Yeah. And Superman's walking towards Joker, and he looks like he has a load on his pants. Kind of like he's kind of like <laughs> walking like I just took a dump kind of walk. You know, and I'm just like, uh. I know Superman is supposed to be a big, imposing guy, but not with that walk. I'm not scared. I'm like, dude, you forgot to wipe. Like, you know, <laughs> that's kind of how like you felt like looking at these people like during some of the cutscenes. I'm like, eh. but now here's the thing: is you're wondering like, well, how did they pull off? Batman fighting Superman or mm. Wonder Woman fighting Wonder Woman kind of deal. Or, right. Here's the plot. Okay. And I'm going to try to... There's going to be, there's going to be some spoilers, but I'll be honest, it doesn't really spoil the game because the story is... The storyline... I, I bought it yesterday. I picked mm. it up yesterday and inside of maybe four, maybe two, two and a half hours, I you you can you can complete the story. Really? Yeah. It's The storyline is very quick. But that's not really why. To be honest, that's not why you're buying the game. Buying the game, you're buying the game for the battles and the, right. you know, there's collectibles. You can get different suits and different like uh, characters. Well, I'll get, I'll get to that in a minute. Right. Uh, the story basically takes place in something tragic happens. Mm-hmm. Nuclear explosion in in Metropolis kills everybody. Oh. Joker's involved in it. Okay. What and. You know, Superman kicks in the door, and basically Batman's kind of interrogating the Joker, and or basically goes through a wall. And there's just like this big back and forth where you find out that Lo- and that Lois and Superman were an item, mm. and she was pregnant with his kid, and now they're both dead. Wow! So that kind of pushes him over the edge. But what really pushes him over the edge, you find out in the story, in the course of the storyline. And again, not really a big spoiler to be mm. honest, is that which made it, I think a little darker was that Joker, and they don't tell you how or why or like how this happened, Joker was able to manipulate Superman's mind into thinking Lois was doomsday. So you can only imagine that he probably threw a punch at Lois that was so hard that she probably got obliterated. Right. But now here's the thing. You go, what does that have to do with a nuclear explosion? Joker had this atomic bomb attached or wired in a way that was related to her heartbeat. You know, so the moment she died, that bomb went off. Ah, okay. You know, and killed 8 million people. Wow. So now Superman's all distraught, and he kind of is in this whole, like, basically, screw you guys, I'm now going to run the Earth. Kind of like Superman 4, Quest for Peace, <laughs> where it's like, I'm going to take all the nuclear weapons away from you. Yeah. It's not as happy, shiny. It's basically, you know what, I'm tired of, too many people were dying on my watch, it ends now. You're going to do what I say, you're either going to, it becomes a fascist regime. Either do what I say or you're an enemy of the state and you're gone. Okay. You know, kind of deal. Now, here's the kicker. As it kind of fades, like, it kind of fades just before you see Superman throw a punch in the Joker. And in the comic book, it basically, Superman kills Joker. Okay. Right off the bat. 
Right. Then it fades and it goes, injustice, God's among us. You know, and then it goes, it says, I want to say Elseworld or Elsewhere, mm-hmm. where it's now a similar situation where the Justice League is going to stop, try to stop the Joker from detonating a nuclear bomb in Metropolis. Okay. And just as he's getting ready to push the button, there's this whole nice slow-mo kind of thing. And Batman, Joker, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, yes, Aquaman, (laughs) and Green Lantern get pulled into an alternate universe. (laughs) The alternate universe is Earth-5, where everything I just mentioned is happening. Okay. So, technically, Joker is dead, but now he's in the game. Oh, okay. You know, and Batman... There you have, and they say Elseworld. So I'm not even sure if the Batman that you're playing is going to be the Batman of Earth Prime, as the people in the DC comic books like to call it. Mm-hmm. For those people who don't know, Earth Prime would be the world we live in right now. You're right. hearing this conversation, you're hearing this podcast right now, out where somewhere Batman is kicking Joker's ass. Right. This they don't even tell you what world it is. You kind of like want to assume that it's Earth Prime, but they don't really tell you. Okay. And the only reason why I know that they're on Earth 5 is because I actually read somewhere Earth 5. It wasn't like, they don't tell you in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is Earth 5. They do mention parallel universes and parallel Earths and stuff like that because it is kind of like the main plot. So it's kind of like how Mortal Kombat, like, remember when you played Mortal Kombat DC yeah. versus DC, there was a whole parallel Earth kind of thing. That's how you were able to get the crossover between why Scorpio would fight Batman. Right. You know, instead of just being Scorpio and Batman kicking ass, you need a plot line. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of like how the plot line is, where Superman, they, our heroes come to this parallel Earth to try to stop Superman from basically, to try to stop, overthrow Okay. And in the course of the time, you meet other characters, some of that are good in the normal world, are not not necessarily bad characters, but they're the kind of ones who kind of um, agree with Superman. Like, okay. Wonder Woman at this point now is all, like, again, the irritant of having Superman and Wonder Woman being a couple. <laughs> and from the incident from where Superman kills Joker in the beginning of this game to now where you're playing the game is, like, five years have passed. Okay. So Superman and Wonder Woman are kind of a thing. Right. Kind of. You can obviously tell that she's, like, you know, she's just kind of more into him because now he... I'll see where this goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, baby, it's okay, baby. No, I, I, no, no, there's no one else. I know my wife my wife and my unborn kid, I killed them, and I'll never be able to love another woman, but I'll toss you one. Like, <laughs> that kind of a thing. I'll give you some of this super love. Boom, chicka, boom, boom. Oh, Superman. Oh, Wonder Woman. Call me Diana. No, I like Wonder Woman. <laughs> like... So you kind of get this opportunity to kind of like, inter- you know, and then through the story, course of the story, like you, obviously you start off with Batman and then you go into like Green Lantern, Wonder Woman. Like you get to play like these characters mm-hmm. as like the story progresses. So you're not just Batman oriented or just Superman oriented. Okay. You know, and of course, like you're going to get the classic. There is a classic, you know, and in this world, like I said, Joker's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, so you see the alternate universe of Harley, you know, or as she likes to be called in that word, Harleen. She's kind of working with Batman. Wait, wait. Harleen. Oh, Harleen. Well, her name's Harleen Quinzel. <laughs> so she's not Harley. She's Harleen. And she uses her full name. <laughs> well, what's so funny about that? Just, you know. It's funny to me. I don't know why. Why? Like, her, what's her name? Harleen Quinzel. <laughs> Harley Quinn. You know? She, she goes by her name Harleen. She's made that decision. She's a woman. She's allowed to 
call whatever you want to call it. Stop picking on my girl. We'll end the show right now, bitch, and I'll bitch slap you. I'll drive back to my house, grab the injustice key, bring it back, and I'll bitch slap you from here across crowd country with Harleen Quinzel. Just smacking you, going. Pew, 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 pew. Look at me, I'll just fight with one hand. Pew, 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 pew. Here's a pie on your face. Booyah! Don't be busted on my woman. <laughs> now you apologize to Harleen. No. Oh! I think I smell what the Sean's cooking. Smoke it. If, if it's anything like before, it stinks. <laughs> gonna open up a can of whoop ass. You keep that up. <laughs> so she's actually kind of working with Batman because Batman obviously is, you know, against the fascist regime. Right. So, but he's kind of working like behind in the shadows while Har- Harleen is kind of working the, she's got all the Joker followers right. kind of like cause havoc. And they're kind of like the rebels against the empire. Okay. So she's a good guy. Okay. So there's a part in the game where you're playing Joker and you come across her and she's like, first of all, can't believe for her first instinct is that you're an imposter and now I got to beat the shit out of you for just dis- for insulting my man kind of thing. <laughs> and so Joker who I don't know who the voice is, but he did a pretty good job. And there, his look looked really good, too. It wasn't like... felt like a little bit of Jack Nicholson mixed in with Heath Ledger's Joker with the original uh, Cesar Romero Joker voice. Okay. There, so he kind of reminded me of Cesar Romero's Joker from the 60s mm-hmm. with that <laughs> kind of laugh, but still had like kind of like a little bit of facial expressions of Jack Nicholson, but looked like the scars of Heath Ledger. Okay. So it kind of was like an amalgam of all three of them, but done real well. Okay. So he basically has, you know, because you're playing Joker, you, to pro- progress through the story, you got to smack Harleen around, you know. And so, and then by the end, she's like, oh my God, it is you, Mr. J. And she kind of falls from again, obviously. Right. And I, as a guy, I'm just going, unbelievable. <laughs> you get bitch slapped and you fall in love with this guy again. When are you ever going to learn? Like, holy shit, Charlie. Like, get your head out of your ass. <laughs> you're in an abusive relationship. Deal with it. I know you're crazy, but. Come on, come 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 home to Sean. I'll take care of you. <laughs> you can throw a pie in my face all day long. Oh, but on bumps. Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> so it has those like moments where you're kind of like playing all the characters in, at some point in time. Some of the characters are left on the original Earth, try, obviously trying to rescue the other team members. Okay. And it, it it works out real well. I mean, you know, obviously you get the final showdown with the with Superman with a character that you obviously assumed it was going to be at some point. Right. So you kind of get that. The story the storyline is real quick, but it's fun. Okay. But now the part is that while you're playing, you're getting experience points to gain up your online persona. Okay. So basically, the idea is and this is where I think the key selling point of the game is storyline. Ding, 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 ding. It's it's used to kind of get you introduced to the fighting styles, right? So that you can now go online and, and compete in like King of the Hill matches or like other just one on one fightings with people from around the world. King of the Hill matches. Yeah, like there's five people in a room. You get one per. I would say I beat your ass. Uh-huh. My sister logs in and she goes into the King of Hill match. She now has to wait her turn to take on the King of the Hill. You know, I mean, you ever play King of the Hill as a king? As a kid? I hope they have propane. 
okay. Yeah, I, I never liked that <laughs> show. Hell. Sorry. Yeah, never liked that show. <laughs> to me, King of the Hill was, was the kids' game, <laughs> and that's why the show was named that. It was the biggest person on the hill, I guess. I don't know. Right. But yeah, it was basically like that. You're you sit there and you take on all comers, right? And then you get since you had the high ground, you always win until well, yeah. But it's not yeah, it's not like that. They but gang up on you and take you down, and then the next well, kid yeah, there is the king of the hill, right? Whoever it was called king of the mountain when I played it. Yeah, king of the mountain, king of the hill, same same concept. Right. I mean, someone stands up there and you go, bring it, guys. You got to knock me off the hill, and you know you throw people down hills. Yeah, we used to play as a kid. Nowadays, I don't because <laughs> um, kid might get hurt. Oh, I get grass stains. Oh. <laughs> So they kind of do it in a lot, you know, where, you know, I was playing. Of course, I got my hands handed to because I just go right in. Just as, as, even before I was doing the storyline, I was just like, well, let me go see how it is. 12-year-old hand you're in. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know it. And I'm, not, I'm not stupid enough to know I'm playing some 43-year-old guy who's just as, you know, not as uh, call it, agile as me going, Hurry, where's the X button? Oh, you know, I know it's some 12-year-old going, and I'm just, I, I knew going in. But I was just kind of going in to kind of get the feel, but you also kind of feel like the game just started, so everybody kind of is on the same playing field. Right. No, I'm, here I am going for, like, beginners only. I'm like, all right, so there's a couple guys. I'm at, like, level zero because I'm just, just starting. There's a person, like, level one, a couple level twos, level threes, guy in there with level 25. I'm going, how are you a fucking beginner? <laughs> Beginner to me is like level one through ten. Yeah. After that, get the fuck out. <laughs> so, advanced class. Yeah, you're now an AP. <laughs> AP ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I but I know going in. Yeah, I got, I'm gonna get my ass handed to me a good time times. And I was able to hold my own a couple times too. Like I'd lose, but I still felt like, all right, I didn't lose by much. Right. It wasn't like I walk in and that I, I get I lose like real quick, and that guy still has like a perfect. Right. I was getting my shots in. And plus, I'm playing Carol. Like, I was playing Harley. I was playing Batman. You know, played Wonder Woman, I think. It's just kind of... Right. And not knowing any of the control buttons. Like, not knowing that you had to kind of do the down, forward, square to throw a batarang. Like, the Hadoukens. That's what you need to call it. Hadouken from Ken. Hadouken. <laughs> you know? So, once I knew that, I was able to get better. But that's about playing the game. So, okay. I kind of used, like, I think... By the time I finished the storyline, I was at, like, a... Uh, um, I think I was like a level thirty three or thirty four. Okay. So you you know you get on up quickly, but you know and that helps. And basically, when those experience points, every time you go up a level, you get what's like to help with your gamer card. Mm-hmm. You can have a profile, a background, and like a little icon. Okay. And as you progress through the game, you unlock these things. Like uh, when you get past chapter one of the storyline, you get like a Batman icon that you can rechange your your game card to have Batman on it. Okay. It's kind of like, you know, for personal, you know, for personal preferences, Every, you know, that kind of thing. And it just gives you your stats of how many times you've played, who you play the most, you know, that that kind of thing. Right. Like your typical, like, if you want to take on somebody, who are they playing? Oh, they play Doomsday a lot. You know, he's one every time he's played Doomsday mm-hmm. kind of deal. You know, and there's also, you get, like, access cards and, like, something else, another kind of card where all it is just basically their fancy way of saying, Spend this to unlock this in the game. Spend that to unlock that in the game. Right. Like the access cards are red and they help you. There's alternate costumes. Okay. Like you'll have Aquaman of the Earth. I'm going to say the Earth Prime mm-hmm. and Earth Five. You know, okay. for and then because you pre-ordered it, mm-hmm. you also got the skin of Aquaman 
Flash and Wonder Woman from the arc in the comics uh, Flashpoint. Okay. Which was, in that storyline, Wonder Woman and Aquaman were actually a couple. Like, in oh. that, that's just, it was really, really good storyline where I can't really get into because it it's kind of complicated. It's a Flash storyline, so right. a lot of time travel is involved in an alternate universe and bringing up people that people will go, uh, who's that? Like, right. unless you read Flash, you would no idea. Right. You know, but it was a really good storyline in this parallel universe. Aquaman and there's this big huge war between Atlantis and Themyscira and you basically find out is because the two of them are basically ex-boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> and it's just an ugly breakup right and that there's like World War 4 is happening because they're pissed off at each other <laughs> you know <laughs> but that's all spawned on it's from lovers yeah kind of like that it's basically <laughs> like that but it's all brought on from an event that happened in Flash's life that helped that basically spawned off this parallel universe okay where in this universe this happened rather than and like i said it, it was it's pretty good mm-hmm. but it's also kind of like like in the flashpoint storyline bruce wayne is not batman thomas wayne his father's batman okay and bruce wayne is dead he died as a kid he was the kid that he got shot as a kid not the other way around oh, okay and that spawned him to become the vigilante batman oh, okay it was really, and there was like a twist too, because there's a Joker in it too. And the twist, I was like reading, I'm going, oh, I didn't see that coming. That's great, you know. Right. So I mean, if you want, if you want like a nice Flash story, get Flashpoint. That's a like a really, it's like I said, it's in a kind of like an ultimate universe kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it, a good story is a good story. It's written by Jeff Johns, I think. Okay. Who's written a bunch of other stuff? Right. You have you know the online capability in the game, but then mm-hmm. you have the standard arcade kind of style where you pick a character and you have to fight ten people to get to the top. Right. You know, and, the, and the, of course, the very last person is always going to be Superman. Like, kind of how in Mortal Kombat, the last guy used to be Shao Zen or, or the guy with the four arms. Right. You know, so it's it's like that. But then you can, through the process of unlockables, there's an, op- there's an option to fight just the villains of the game. All okay. the villains. And I think there's like eight villains. Okay. You know, there's 16 characters total. But with the alternate, con- you know, you can do the alternate costumes. So you can kind of do... Like, you know, it kind of doubles it if you want to be more like, oh, I want to be bad Aquaman. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> the play style is really good. Uh-huh. Very simple. Like, you know, it, they kind of simplified it where to do kind of like the, they don't have fatalities, but what they do is they have like the charge. Like if you're playing a lot of the fighting games now have, the more you fight, you build up to build up to that super move. Because right. now it's all like combos and stuff. And right. They use that to kind of build up your power bar Mm -hmm. and then when you get to the highest point you hit the l2 and r2 buttons at the same time and that unleashes your like your super move okay and that that you can do at any point in the game it doesn't have to be a fatality or a babality or whatever right there might be in there i I haven't really looked into it but it's kind of fun just doing that because like for batman if you can pull it off because they're blockable obviously Mm -hmm. he's like you know throws a smoke screen and kind of gets you go (coughs) and he throws a batarang at you and you kind of bounce back, and then he hits something on his glove, and he jumps and backflips in the air as the Batmobile's coming through to hit you. <laughs> you know? So you're like, and you get hit by a Batmobile, which flies you through a couple walls. And there's like a lot of really cool transitioning stages. Right. Where, remember back in Mortal Kombat, you would knock somebody off and they would land on the spikes? Yeah. I never really knew how to do that. Right. The game, they made the game easy <clears throat> to read too because a lot of stuff you can do a lot of the environmental activities you can do by hitting R1 and what will happen is if you're in a position the R1 button will pop up on like let's say player 2 side mm-hmm. or player 1 side so if you hit that for example I was on Themyscira 
I'm it's Wonder Woman versus Wonder Woman, getting ready to clash heads, <clears throat> and I hit R1 and I hit knock her into a statue, you know, that crumbles as she bounces back. Okay. So there's like a lot of destructive capabilities in the, on the on the field, kind of like how I think Mortal Kombat versus DC was that. Yeah. Where you could break stuff. Stuff, right. You could fall. You could push them if you're up high and fall through. Right. And, and start hitting them as you're going the way down. Right. That kind of thing, yeah. Another one I like is if you're in the Batcave fighting, and if you get in position, you can knock a person into an elevator, jump in the elevator, and beat the shit out of them in the elevator as it's going up to the next floor. So you got this, <laughs> bam, bam. And it was just fun just to watch, because I'm sitting there, I was like, I think it was, Har- I was playing Harley versus Batman. Seeing Harley just kick Batman's ass in his elevator. I was chuckling, just going, bam, poof, poof, like dead and shit. And I'm like, that's fun. Just watching that animation's good. So there's more, definitely way more stuff than just the storyline. Right. If you're buying it for the storyline, you're going to complete waste of money. Right. But if you like to actually, if you actually enjoy funny games, you have friends that'll come over, that'll want to like, I'm going to bring it over to my sister's house because for Aquaman special thing, he kind of calls his giant, he kind of like stabs you with his trident. He not, first he knocks you down, he jumps in the air, pushes his trident right into the, right into your chest, and there's a little blood too. It wasn't like like no blood. It was right. like you could see like a blood spurt, obviously. Right. And it stands there, and he kind of lifts you up as this big wave's coming by. Uh-huh. And inside that wave, you're next thing you know, you're underwater where this huge great white shark swims by and grabs the guy and swims off towards you, <laughs> like with this guy's in his mouth. And I'm like, that's that Aquaman just became badass. Like I can't believe it. <laughs> Now, I, yeah. you, you sorry, you said there were 16 characters in the game. Yeah. Can you name some of the game's characters for us? Okay, we have Superman. Uh-huh. You got the the Holy Trinity, like I like to call them. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Right. Okay, then you have Flash. Okay. Then you have Green Lantern. Uh-huh. Green Arrow. Okay. Cyborg. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, did I mention Aquaman? Aquaman. Uh-huh. There's your eight bad uh-huh. good guys. Bad guys, you have... Well, and again, bad guys are kind of a loose term because right. you have the... Bad Superman. Okay. Bad Wonder Woman. Bad, uh, well, the, uh, I don't think, uh, I'm going to say maybe the alternate Batman too. Okay. But he's kind of a good guy. It's like really when you're doing like you're picking for verses. And again, forgive me, this is coming off memory. Right. Harley, Joker, Catwoman. Uh, Nightwing's also in there too. Okay. Nightwing, Raven, who are two good guys. But, right. But for a short process of the story, they're bad guys. Okay. Because they're, and there was like a, a little thing, I'm not, I'm not spoiling this one. There was something in the storyline where Batman's fighting Nightwing, and something was said. I was like, "Holy shit! I didn't see that coming!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Solomon Grundy, okay. Sinestro. All right. I want to say there's also like there's a, the alternate Flash. There's Green. There's Green Lantern, but in the storyline, he's given up the green the the green ring, and he's become a yellow core. Okay. So he kind of works with Sinestro versus against. Okay. You know, I say obviously Joker, Catwoman. Um, Did you said Doomsday was Doomsday? Doomsday's in it. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, he's in. It. He's a playable character, in in when you do the versus stuff. Okay. He's not a playable character in the storyline. Story you do fight him eventually in the storyline. It's not like at any point you're going to be the role of Doomsday. Like that's what's kind of cool about the game is, chapter one you're like the role of Superman and Batman, and chapter two you were like the role of a Green Arrow. You know, and I gotta say, out of the game, Green Arrow wound up being, I think, one of my favorite characters. Really, they really wrote him real well, and it was he's my. I guess this is where my mind works. He there's one curse, actually two curses in the entire game, mm-hmm. both said by Arrow, and it's the same words. It's shit. 
but it's done it is done so perfectly well because it's him they have to go to Wayne Manor to mm-hmm. get something and it's him Wonder Woman and Green and Green Lantern they're going ready to go into a room oh there's also um, Killer Frost oh okay okay the chick uh, character I think from Flash yeah you know she's in it because she's a bad guy now because they're getting ready to go into um, a, a doorway in this uh, cutscene and he uh, something happens to Green Hal Jordan mm-hmm. and you hear Green Arrow go oh shit like but you, it happens so quickly you're going what did he say <laughs> like did he just say oh shit like <laughs> this is pretty, this is kind of cool but they break in the room and it's it's Frost and Solomon Grundy and because you now Green Lantern's out so you kind of like there's this cutscene with Wonder Woman going after. You know, Killer Frost, uh-huh. and as Grundy starts ch- just getting ready to mow down Green Arrow, he just goes, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> like knowing that he's now got to fight Solomon Grundy, and that leads you into your fight with Solomon Grundy as okay. Green Arrow. But it was just so perfect because I felt like for those people who saw Star Trek Generations, uh-huh. where um, Data's getting used to the emotion chip, yeah, just when he starts realizing the Enterprise is going to crash, and he goes. Oh shit! Like <laughs> you just kind of like felt that you felt that looking at Green Arrow, going, "How is he going to take down Solomon Grundy?" And you're thinking it, and for him to say, you just go, "That was just perfect." And it's, I liked his play style too, because what they did was it's just hard punch, medium punch, hard, medium, and soft attacks. Right. And that for the for the PlayStation Three is your triangle, square, and X. Okay. So that leaves the arrow, the zero, the circle button for. For for Wonder Woman, you can switch between her lasso or her shield and sword. Okay. For Batman, he pulls out the batarangs. Okay. You know, so you can throw at somebody. For for um, Green Lantern, he shows his lantern, which makes his punches a little stronger. Okay. That kind of a deal. For Green Arrow, it's just basically shooting arrows. Okay. You know, which is kind of neat because there's a trophy that you can get. Like, you know, the PlayStation has, like, those achievement trophies. Right. That if you can actually beat somebody with just using the arrows, you get like a little trophy. So um, that's going to be kind of like one of my, like now I'm, I'm a personal goals. Personal goals. Another personal goal is in the battle section. Yeah, you can get a goal if you play Batman and play against all the villains. Okay. You know, like once you beat all the villains, you get a trophy saying you are the knight, kind of thing. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and then there's also like if you finish the battles with like all the girls. You get like another special trophy. Now, here's where it's kind of interesting because, and I know it's a long way for my review. Yeah. But there's also an iPad app for Injustice. Okay. Where some of the stuff that you do on that game, if because they have everything's got to be linked together. Right. Like so, you like Warner Brothers has this, um, I think WBID, kind of like say if you're a gamer, you punch a code in, you get linked. Right. Some of the stuff that you do in that game can give you a like unlock an achievement in the game as far as when it comes to restyling your gamer card. Okay. Also, it also gives you a possibility of getting new skins. Like, for example, me being a Harley Quinn fan, right. you know, the outfits that she had in the game are basically the her normal, well, not even her normal one. It's the re-image one for the game. You know, where it's more like, it's like a, it's hard to describe, but it's not, it's not the Harley Quinn from the Batman animated series. It's not the Harley Quinn from the new comic books. Okay. It's not the Harley Quinn from uh, the it's not from she's not in there it's like two different completely designed costume mm-hmm. it's like they always kind of again it goes back to the costumes I hate it <laughs> my thing is I wanted to know if they had a Harley Quinn Arkham City costume yeah and they do but the only way you can get that is if you get an unlock an achievement video the basically the app game. right and basically all it really is is if you get a Joker card you know because it's like a card game 
Okay. If you get the Joker card at some point, you it unlocks the Harley Quinn Arkham City skin in the console game. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, so you kind of like it's like a secret. If you don't have an iPad or an iPhone, you're fucked at this point. Right. I'm sure it's eventually going to be a downloaded costume right. at some point in time. But you know, me, Mr. I wanted to play, and that's only available to you as an option when you play like the battle modes. Not, it's not involved in the story. Okay. Again, it's just different combinations. Like if you want to be Superman, but you want him in the dark blue suit or the bright blue suit. This, right. yeah, like I pre-ordered so I got like there were that storyline in the comics, the Red Sun, where what if Superman landed in Russia versus America? Yeah. And he had that new different style costume mm-hmm. that came as a download. That came as this extra skin. Same with Wonder Woman. Same with Solomon Grundy for some right. reason. Yeah. Like, so, and there's the season pass. If you buy the season pass, it's supposed to be, like, four new characters to help play in that game. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I think one of them is going to be Supergirl. You know? Okay. I, you, just, you, don't, you don't know. It could be anybody. Right. But, I mean, I highly, again, obviously, talking about it this much, it's a fun, fun game, and I highly recommend people going out there. But, again, you know, if you're a collectible guy, if you're just going for the story, pass on the game. Right. Or rent it. You know, but if you're a person who likes like to do the collectors, or if you've got friends who want to do a pretty kick-ass fighting game... This is this is your game. Okay. Yeah. So if you uh, had it graded, because we we try and get the rating system, and yours <sighs> is a grading system, what grade would you give it? Uh, you know, I'm, to me, there's no such thing as a perfect game. Right. It comes close. I would probably give it a, a an, an A minus. Okay. I mean, the storyline. I mean, obviously, if you're going for a story, it's, it's going to be it's going to be like two hours, two and a half hours of actual real play time. Okay. Especially if you're like me, I don't care about the storyline, so I'll drop it down to easy. Right. You know, because I'm going to want to challenge. I just want to see the story. Just right. see how it unfolds, blah, 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 and enjoy it that way. <clears throat> but you can adjust the level. So, like, I'll pop it back up to, like, a normal level when I'm doing the battles okay. to give myself a challenge. So, like, the storyline, is it's good. It's solid. So, it's great. But it's all the extra features that I like. I would have been more happier that I get more skins, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of give you more options. Right. But, you know, eh, each his own. But I, I, I would give it, I knew it's an award winner from last year, best in show of you know, oh, for me three or yeah, I think okay, or maybe they're just doing the old double speak because I think Mortal Kombat won an award last year. Ah, okay. So I think you know since it's designed by the same people, like when they were doing Bioshock Infinite, they said it would see a winner of eighty three awards. Right. Well, Bioshock Infinite has won any awards. Bioshock one and two have won total of eighty three awards, but because it's Bioshock, you can kind of lump it in going. Well, it's the Bioshock line, and they've won eighty three awards, so. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. <clears throat> so, yeah, I would say that, you know, definitely pick it up if you like fighting games. You know, again, how can you not love those arguments of, like, I hate Superman. What better feeling for a guy like me to be able to beat the shit out of Superman with someone like Aquaman? <laughs> what happens if, if you lose? Well, you know, then I feel bad and I, you know, retry. You know, like, you know, it's <laughs> Two not, out of three. You know. <laughs> three out of five. <laughs> five out of seven. Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, you just crank it down to very easy and go, bitch, slap the shit out of Superman. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I remember I used to be, I used, thought I was pretty good at Street Fighter 2 against my friends anyway, because none of them really could play the game as well. Because at the time you were a gamer and they probably weren't. Right. So it made me feel good. But then when I went to college and I played Street Fighter 2 at the Student Activity Center, there was this guy. That it didn't matter what character you played, he would just uh, wipe the floor with you. There's some people who do that. I mean, I can, you know, like what was nice about the online fight was that you get an opportunity to pick your character. So the guy that I was fighting, you know, because you can actually watch the other matches. 
That's what I think is kind of a neat feature because you're in this online room, so you can have like a a, a viewer of that fight. Uh-huh. So you, I got to see the guy pick multiple characters. Okay. Like you know, one fight, you know, he was. I guess he does it as a joke, or, or he thought it'd be a nice matchup. Somebody picked Harley, and he picked Doomsday. Okay. So you got this big hulking Doomsday bitch slapping the shit out of Harley. But Harley was holding her own because she's got guns and she can shoot from a distance. Okay. And she's got this nice, cute little, her special move is she gets, she has her mallet she knocks you across the room. And as you're get stunned, it, the mallet breaks and she looks real mad and she runs at you like get ready to throw a punch. But then she, at the last second, slides between your legs, drops a pie, pulls off the chair and goes, this is going to be fun and then plugs your ears up and it's a bomb. <laughs> and the guy, you know, blows up and you fly up in the air and you land. She's like, hee hee. <laughs> And then when after she kicks your ass, you know, she drops her guns and she walks over and she kicks you one last time and she goes, Lighten up! (laughs) 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 You can tell I was playing hard on that line. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, also with the game, once you finish the battle, they kind of have, like, a a finale movie. Okay. Like, for I played one. I have actually, I got to play my girls. Wonder Woman and, and Harley were the first two. Okay. Tonight, after the show, I'll probably play Catwoman, do try to do the Batman thing, try to do the Green Arrow thing. But for Wonder Woman, they kind of use the Wonder Woman of, like, because she was in this parallel universe, what happens when she comes back. For Harley, because you're dealing with two worlds, and her, the Harley in the world that you're playing in dies, she comes back. And I thought this was kind of a poetic justice. She comes back, takes Joker back to her world. They get married, huh. right? But I think on the wedding night, he, like, smacks her or something. Like, it's all done, like, in a voiceover with, like, still images. Yeah. And he does something, and she grabs the knife that they just used to do the wedding cake and slices his throat and kills him. <laughs> and so now she's she's spending the rest of her time in jail behind bars still in her wedding dress. Like, the wedding dress, I admit, was kind of hot because she had the whole white makeup on the black thing. And then when you finish her storyline, you actually get a picture for your gamer card of that image, that still image of her in her wedding dress looking all crazed. So I have that as my like, my little gamer card ID. Uh. <laughs> and then for like the little banner, you got like a little banner for completing her story. It was fun. Like, hee. So now I'm all Mr. Like, I'm going to get this collectible. I'm going to get this collectible. And even Aquaman, actually, I got to be admit, kind of pretty badass fighting them. I mean, playing them. It was, uh. they, I, I, you know, here on the show, we pick, make fun of two people. Aquaman and Superman <laughs> for two completely different reasons. But Aquaman actually was pretty badass. Like there's a couple scenes where cut scenes when you're when you're playing as Aquaman, he's taking on like five or six guys at one time and I'm just going, God damn, he's a badass. Son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. There it is. Oh bitch slap you, Mr. J. Who put him? All right. Enough of my yammering. What's next? I think it's time for the news. The time for the news? It's time for the news. Time for the news. <laughs> no, it's nerd news. Nerd news. Let's all go to the newsroom. Nerd news. Nerd news. Now here's Ed with the news. First on our list is little-known sci-fi facts. Tolkien killed Beatles' Lord of the Ring movie. Thank God. What are you talking about? So wait. Maybe let me make sure I'm crystal clear. One time, point in time. Yeah. The Beatles were going to do their own Lord of the Rings movie? That is correct. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Okay, hit me with it. 
according to Peter Jackson from Paul McCartney at the 2002 Academy Awards, okay, he was talking to him about it and said that John Lennon was keen on making a Lord of the Rings movie back in the 60s. And he wanted to play Gollum while Paul McCartney would play Frodo, Ringo Starr would play Sam, and George Harrison bearded up for Gandalf. Hello, I'm Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf the Wizard. Could you imagine that? Oh, my precious. <laughs> I'd like to get my precious, please. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Of course, at the time, Tolkien was the uh, sole heir of the you know yeah, rights, the rights for, of it. for movies, right? So he didn't like the fact that the Beatles were going to do the movie, so he killed the... Thank God. But what I thought was really interesting was the fact is, is that the person that they were going to... They approached to direct it was Stanley Kubrick. Get out of here. Wow. Now, that was in the 60s, so it was probably pre-2001. Yeah, pre-2001, yeah. I mean, I think he had Lolita under his belt at the time. I knew he did. You know what? He did do Spartacus with um, uh, Kirk, Kirk, Douglas. Kirk Douglas. And I think that was before 2001. Yeah. So, I mean, he, I like Spartacus. I am Spartacus. <laughs> no, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> you know, so it might have been... Interesting, or it could have been as I mean, I love The Shining, but what Kubrick did with that whole long drawn out it is it takes so long to get to Jack to snap, and I'm just like, oh, and 2001's a struggle to watch, too. Yeah. It is. I mean, if, if you're not into classical music, and and I think the, the big part is you're always waiting for that part because you show it a million times in clips. Uh, the monkeys in the ass about obelisk. No, no, not that scene. Oh. The scene where they're taking the chips out of uh, Dave. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't allow you to how do that, Dave. How yeah, 2000. how two thousand? How Dave? I cannot allow you to do that. Hi, Dave. <laughs> I used to have my uh, computer every time I would all would go start up. Would be hello, Dave. <laughs> I'd be like hi, Hal. My name's Sean. Hello, Dave. Oh, you stupid machine. It's Sean. <laughs> okay, Dave. Okay, Dave. I used to love that. I don't. I can't allow you to do that, Dave. One of my favorite characters. Favorite, just old. You, you wait. You're exactly right. You wait for that whole point, just because. You know what? I don't know. It's because it's not. A, it's a pretty good part of the story, or just because someone finally fucking talks in the goddamn thing. It, you, you get, it's like almost like an hour and a half to get to a point where of silence of silence and classical music and monkeys banging. Bones against a black obelisk, whatever the hell they're called, obelisk. <laughs> and you're going, what the hell has all this got to do with anything? It's evolution. Um, well, I, I kind of realize that now as an adult, but when you're watching it as a kid, you're going, this makes absolutely no sense. And sometimes I'm half tempted to want to read the book, yeah. but then I'm like, I don't know if nothing happens in this movie. <laughs> Literally nothing happens till the very end. Someone finally starts talking. You're going, oh my god, real dialogue, and it's a guy talking to a machine <laughs> that tries to kill him. <laughs> well, the machine kills them through the whole movie. Like Jack's the one out of the. Uh, air sure, log. yeah, but don't don't say whole movie. Don't lie to the fans, Ed. <laughs> All this happens at the last fifteen to twenty minutes of the movie. It's true, yeah. Out of like a two-hour movie, yeah. So the first hour and a half is. Mozart, Mozart, Beethoven, and so Brahms. Just, just fast forward to the last half hour and you're good. Don't even fast forward. You can YouTube it. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube it now, yeah. You can YouTube it now. You can you know just YouTube the last 20 minutes of 2001 of Space Odyssey. <laughs> and even then you don't have to because doesn't it end with the whole baby in a you know space? Or is that 2010? That was 2010. 
Yeah, the movie was so excellent that they actually made a sequel. <laughs> but Roy Scheider. But at least this one had talking throughout the whole thing. And they tried to explain the 2001 thing, yeah. which didn't really work. You know? Yeah. And the only reason why I think I saw it was because it had Roy Scheider. You know, it, and it was like right after my whole, like, he kicked the shit out of Jaws. I love this guy. <laughs> so, yeah. And he reactivated Hal. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a character that doesn't get enough credit. Hal. Yeah. Hal 2000. The first of first killer robot, I think, of all time. Movie history. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, there's probably been bad robots. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as actually doing killing any robots, any yeah. really killing humans, I think that, I think he was the first. Went against those three, the three laws of robotics? I don't, I don't think there's three laws, laws of robotics. Do you know what those three laws are? You want to throw that out? You better step up, boy. <laughs> one is you can't, you can't harm humans. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the only one I know. <laughs> so, basically, you get your, you know. <sighs> Swiss cheese memory always works every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was those sh- they shouldn't do, they wouldn't go anything against their programming. Right. They wouldn't cause harm to humans. Yes. And they, if, and you, there was like a loop if. You, you, you can't, you can't, if a, if a human commands you to kill another human. You can't do that. You can't go against your own programming. Right. That's, those are the three laws. Right. Go see iRobot. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Right. I learned my my history through movies. <laughs> Will Smith taught me that. <laughs> All right. So, what else we got? What else we got? Well, actually, well, we're still talking. So, so there would have been a Beatles version of Lord of the Rings. Think it would have been a musical. It would have been some great music out of it. You really, you really think there'd be great music out of it? The Beatles wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Let's give some props for props. I don't think the Beatles were that great. I thought they were. I love you. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, if you're going with the early 60s stuff, I mean, you know. That's what made them famous. You, you want to talk about the, so you want to talk about their go, drug-induced uh, yeah, that's right. you go Sergeant Peppers. Sergeant Peppers, Rubber Soul, White Album. That's some good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I just never, I never really was into them. I kind of describe, you can describe people in the two sections. Elvis, Beatles, Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah. You know, or, you know, some people go Beatles, Rolling Stones. Yeah. You know. And and that's how that is how I this is my fundamental law. Here you go, people. Your life lesson for today. If you don't take anything away from this show, except I want you to take this little fact. If you start asking the people, are you Beatles, Elvis, Star Wars, Star Trek? If they're different, you can kind of tell how well you're going to get along with a person just by asking them that. All right. Because now, okay, obviously I'm an Elvis fan. You're a Beatles fan, right? I'm, but I think we're both Star Trek, Star Wars fans. fans, right? So we get along great. We don't always necessarily see eye to eye right. on certain things, but we do have something a common ground that. Well, the thing is, though, I also enjoy Elvis, so it's not like. Well, I you know I mean I don't hate the Beatles, but if I had to choose, if you had to choose between the two of them, see the thing too for me is is that we can get this whole discussion into it, but the whole thing for me is is that. Elvis didn't write any of his songs. Oh, yeah, he stole all, he stole all his music in the Black Book. Yeah, I, everyone knows that. I don't mind. I don't that, that to me, but but the Beatles wrote their music. Yeah, and sometimes in the course of like an afternoon, you know, like. I, yeah, I, I'm, okay. Now this is coming from you being also a musician. Yeah, and me being from a person who listens to music. Right. I don't care the process of writing a song. If it's a good song, it's a good song, regardless of who sings it. I mean, granted, now you can look at American Idol and go, that person, if you're going to sing a Whitney Houston song, you better be able to belt it out like Whitney. 
Right. You know, if you start going, I'm telling you, I'm not going. You better be able to hit those notes. Like, <laughs> you know, the best thing Sing it with I ever knew. <laughs> As long as you can sing the song well, like I, like I'm also a James Brown fan. I, you know, we got it. It's uh, I'm having a brain freeze. Uh, Living uh, in America, Papa's got no, a brand new bag. No, it's basically when, when when James Brown died, they did a little tribute and they had uh, Christina Aguilera sing one of his songs about uh, "Man Needs a Woman." Mm-hmm. And then I think that that I forget the song. I always kind of post it on my Facebook page once in a while. She does a really great rendition of that song. I like her version, but I also like, you know, a man's world. It's a man's world. Oh, okay. It's a man's world. <laughs> but it would be nothing with a woman by side. That that song? Yes. <laughs> he does that. I like his version, but I love her version, too, because she really belts it out there at the end. Right. But the only way you can see it is if you YouTube that clip, because it's not like she did an audio recording. She just did it live for that show that night. Right. So, but it was like a, it's a man's world. It wouldn't be nothing without a woman on his home. <laughs> <laughs> it's the all musical version of Geeksters today. <laughs> Show tunes. We're not getting into West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, so I mean, I just, I just can't. I, so as far as Beatles doing a Gandalf, I, I mean, I, don't, I think the movie would have been horrible. I think the movie would have been horrible because I mean. <laughs> I mean, I'll, yeah. be, I'll be realistic. It would be it's unwatchable. Like, oh, the, the Beatles did this, it'd be great. You know, yeah. like, if they did Tron, it'd be awesome. No. <laughs> Hello. Oh, yes, look at my disc. <laughs> I will throw my disc around. Good day. <laughs> Wait, that's Australian. Good day, mate. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, what else is on the news, then? <laughs> Star of Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot. Everything you read online is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you read online is wrong. That sounds so ominous. With rumors. I mean, he's... apparently this guy has never been on the internet. <laughs> Everything that's on the internet, 99% of it's wrong. <laughs> this guy has no online, no, has no digital footprint whatsoever. <laughs> With the rumors that he's dropping the teenage and mutant aspects, Michael's Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot isn't getting a lot of love from fandom these days. But star Alex Richardson, who plays Good. Raphael, has a message to all the haters. Okay, what was his name again? Alan Rich- Richardson? Richardson. Okay. Who no. is he? You're like, who is he, right? Who is he? <laughs> he was the guy who played Aquaman on the Smallville series. Okay, I gotta be honest. Okay, look, look, we can bash Aquaman and Superman at the same 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 time. Um, I thought Smallville I liked. Yeah, I liked Smallville. Yeah, I I was Aquaman's character. I he was okay. You know, I mean, the actor that played him, I I knew obviously they were going for like the big surfer dude look type. But there was just something about him. He just you know, in a in a sea of again, (laughs) I am a straight male in a sea of beautiful men. As other lead characters, guy wasn't the most attractive. Right. So you know, you see, all he had really going for him was a six pack. Yeah. So seeing him shirtless, of course, was like oh, for the ladies. But for me, I'm just going. It's Adam Curry. It's Aquaman. You real? It's Aquaman. <laughs> like the guy talks a fish. 
Well, it's just sad because I didn't even use him for the pilot episode of Aquaman. <laughs> right. They were going to do after Smallville. They, they used the guy who played Oliver Queen. Mm, right. They were like, okay, well, Smallville's over, but we want to do an Aquaman show. So we're going to get the guy who played Oliver Queen to be Aquaman. <laughs> and we saw the pilot. We saw the pilot. Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I could, I could see why they didn't. They didn't really go anywhere with it. I don't it. think it could go past one season. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it. That would probably been. It would have been a great movie. Mm-hmm. But as far as a TV show goes, or a miniseries, even. Yeah, you could yeah. do like a four-hour episode arc or something like that. Yeah. You know, you could have done like a couple movies a week. Like how they introduced Hercules yeah. and Xena. Remember, there were like movies of the week kind of yeah. thing, and then it got enough popularity to actually do a TV show off of them. Yeah. So I would probably have taken that approach, but uh, you know, so the guy wasn't even that good to be Aquaman. So now he's Raphael. Yes. Which, to me, just means he's going to be the voice of Raphael. He's not actually going to be the guy in the suit. Yes. Yeah. I, so, but everything we read in, online is wrong. Yes. How are we wrong? So, so instead of teenage, people think that he's dropped the teenage mutant ninja. The mutant. He drops out. teenage mutant from the teenage so, ninja turtles. So they're just going to be ninja turtles. Ninja turtles. All right, and that because we the people. Where's this what he had to say? Oh, he says something. That's right. Uh, tell me what he said. <laughs> the frustrating thing for me since I've signed on is that is that you hear that's already a bit got a reputation. I think people assume that they know what's going to be about, and those people are wrong. The assumptions, everything you read online is wrong. You want to tell everybody how great it is and how you can can't really say, but it is. So Richardson's uh, it's currently shooting in Manhattan with co-star Megan Fox, who's playing <sighs> April O'Neil. And the techno- go ahead. Now go finish up. And the technology of the live-action CGI hybrid should definitely make the unique look once fans finally get a, a good look at it. Now, well, that's just that's not his quote. That that's the end of the article. Yeah. But the quote is basically like, "All you people." As soon as you heard we're making this movie, you automatically said it sucks, and because of this new concept, and I'm telling, like, I want to tell you it's great, but I can't tell you anything about it. Right. Why not? <laughs> like, you don't have to go as a plot line, right? But you can just say, oh, I just did a great action scene. Yeah. But uh, chances are you're probably in a green lycra outfit. You're in a <laughs> giant green onesie. <laughs> <laughs> giant Walking around. Somebody stepping on his foot. Yeah. Yo, that's basically it. Like, you're in a giant green onesie walking and going, Hey, April, what's up? Totally tubular. Like, wow. Yes. Yeah, and you're going to say how awesome that is. You're you're green man from it's it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You're green man. You're just running around going, "Ah, ah." And I, I saw a shot of. Uh, I guess when Megan Fox was coming into, uh-huh. you know, her hair was red, not not April O'Neil red, not like a bright red head, nice. but it was like a dark red. Wasn't Ronald McDonald? Red. Wasn't yeah? It wasn't like teenage mutant turtles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not not bozo clown red either. Like so with her acting skills, you could have gotten bozo the clown. It would probably been better. I mean, her on screen, I'll watch because it's her on screen. I'll just mute it. Like, <laughs> I can just mute it. Like, I don't need, I don't need to hear you. I just gotta look I at know, you. I don't know what it's about. I don't really. Care. I don't care. I just see you. I see you. I mean, she's attractive. She's basically for me. She's Angelina Jolie light. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you put Angelina Jolie and Megan Fox side by side, they almost look alike. 
Almost. <laughs> younger sister. Huh? Younger sister. Yeah, I think she could have been younger sister or daughter. Yeah. Like, you know, because Angelina's up there in age. She's, you know, Megan's like probably half her age. Right. But it's Megan Fox. Like, she's pretty, but act. she's not going to be. If I ever see uh, a winner for an Oscar for Best Actress is Megan Fox, I, I just can't see that happening. Gone with the Wind remake. Scarlett <laughs> O'Hare. <laughs> Megan Fox. No. No. I declare you give me the vapors. <laughs> it took 22 takes. <laughs> Did you want me to say I don't give a damn? No, that's not your line. It's his line. But that's a famous line. I know. That's why he gets to say it. Just look good there in your big poofy dress. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, again, that whole movie, I mean, okay, let's, let's, let's put her, let's, let's Put our money where our mouth is. Okay. When it comes out, are we seeing it? Yes. I I have to see it. <laughs> yes. I have to see it. It's a train wreck. You got to see it. I mean, well, that's the only reason why I saw Transformers Three. That's right. It's the only reason I, why we saw it. Oh my god, that was oh, who getting flashbacks? And Jason wasn't even in that one. I know. <laughs> I actually got more respect for Megan Fox for getting fired from that movie than I felt actually watching that movie. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Optimus Prime. And people say it was a great movie. He was a big dick. Big dick in that movie. People go, how can you say that? Here's, here it is. I, I know we're getting off topic, but this always drives me nuts. Okay, they fake their own deaths right. to basically and let Chicago and Hunt, Then they left. They, well, they left. They pretend to leave. They pretend, yeah, well, they, they, they left, but under the guise of pretending to be dead. Because remember, they were taken off and the ship blew up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone right. thought that they were that. everyone thought they were dead because there's only five of them, by the way, <laughs> yeah. five of the Autobots and like a hundred million Decepticons. Right. So these five ragtag nuts and bolts kind of <laughs> cars are gonna overthrow the evil ragtag empire. Ragtag nuts and bolts group. That's what they were. I mean, let's face it, they had nothing really going for them in those movies. They were automatic stalkers. Like, I'm gonna follow you, Sam. Bumblebee being the worst because he couldn't even talk. He had to give you code with every time he switched in the radio thing. Yeah, which I didn't mind. But then the second one, they acted. They brought in those two other cars. Yeah, like at at some point, I realized that people are just using this to promote their car. <laughs> like you know, Bumblebee, the new Camaro was obviously Bumblebee. But then I think it was like almost smart cars. I think they were coming. Because Blackie's tan has two new cars. Yeah. quick get in the movie. Yeah, we'll put him in the movie. <laughs> you know. And we'll make them goofy, wacky characters that were never in any show whatsoever. Yeah. But the third one, I, here it is. Okay, first Megan Fox gets fired. So they replace the hot brunette with a hot blonde who can't act worth a shit. <laughs> Megan Fox would have won an Oscar compared to this chick. Well, I didn't even forget who that, I didn't even forget who that was. You know? I don't remember either. And poor, poor Sam Wickwicky. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, whatever his name is. Shine the buff, the boo, whatever. I, I felt bad for the guy because he's tied to three movies, yeah. and his character kept getting worse and worse. Now he turns into some twitchy little like because he's possessed by the numbers or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, but here's here's the part that kills me the most. Okay, watching the robots kick ass—that's always fun. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say that it's not worth the price of admission alone just to watch what felt like 45 minutes of. 
robots kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> that was great. I will give that. I don't need a plot at that point. Just give it the last 45 minutes to transform the Transformers 3, and I'll say it was a great movie. Right. <laughs> but all the stuff leading up to that last 45 minutes, piece of crap. <laughs> I literally was laughing in the theater of how bad this movie was. Because here it is. I thought it was comedy. <laughs> so... The, basically, the bad guys kind of take over the Earth, and the Autobots kind of do the, oh, well, fine, you don't want us? We'll leave the planet kind of thing. Right. So as their ship's taken off, it explodes. Right. You know, and everyone's like, oh, my God, the Autobots are all killed. No, folks. And then what happens is the Decepticons decide to now destroy Chicago. Right. Rip it, kill. I mean, you see people getting killed left and right in that movie. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like a, t- it became like a, almost like a horror movie. That's how yeah. bad, I mean, oh, sure, just because you vaporate, some, vaporate somebody doesn't mean they're still not dead. You killed at least 100,000 people in that city. Right. And then all of a sudden, the Autobots show back up. Like, oh, we were just faking our deaths. Just to prove a point. To let you guys realize that what you were doing by allowing the Decepticons to take over the Earth was wrong. Right. So I allowed, we're the heroes, our ragtag of nuts and bolts. Five of us. The five of us hid and watched Chicago get destroyed. Millions of people, hundreds of thousands, maybe if not a million people get killed. Just to prove a point. <laughs> Instead of just doing the right thing, now we're just going to sit back. Yeah, 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 good. No, no, you're good. <laughs> What's up, Bumblebee? <laughs> yeah, we really need to get that fixed. What's going on in the news? Oh, yeah, people are dying in Chicago? Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Can't give them time. They... <laughs> If you kill them, they won't learn nothing. <laughs> no, no, they're good. People are dying. Left and right. Eh, whatever. Get that old change. Get that old change. You really should look at it. I see your tires are sagging. You might want to get the air pressure looked at. There's people dying, Optimus. Eh, what time? You guys want to order out for lunch? I'm thinking Chinese. Let them go. What? Oh, buildings are... People are dying left and right. Eh. That's what they get for trying to kick us off the planet. You wait, wait. Just wait for it. Well, you know. Optimus, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. Just reading. I'm reading my manual. You know how I never knew how complicated these operator manuals are for our, for this truck. Optimus, come on. It's getting kind of heated out there. People are dying. They're about to transform the planet. Did you ever wonder whatever happened to that back end of my whole trailer? Like, where does that go? Where does that go? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm driving around and I got the trailer part, but then when I turn into a robot, it's gone. Who takes that? And then how do I get back there? Like, do I go back? Or do I have this non? Like, am I constantly rotating these trailers? Or, like, like what's going on? Did you ever wonder about that? Uh, Optimus, dead people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do you ever, I don't know. What was the, what was up with those two guys in the last movie? They look like monkeys. They had the big eyes and the big ears, sort of ears, I guess. Sort of ears. What the hell was Sound up with like them? Dishes. Yeah. Ears. Like what? Psst, what? I'm watching my shows. Oprah's on. Oprah's on. I gotta see what Oprah book club. I can know what I gotta read. Um, there's mass destruction. People, men, women, and children lying dead in the streets. Yeah. As soon as I'm done this level, we'll do something about it. You see him playing video games on a big ass sofa. 
dude, I got the new Transformers game. Let's see. Rise of Cybertron. This would be good. This would be good. <laughs> Looks uh, nothing like our home world. Like, oh, come on. You have any idea that Starscream's gay? <laughs> Everyone knew that. <laughs> God. Megatron doesn't sound like that. <laughs> He's British. <laughs> and all this, he's just they're just doing nothing. While people are humans. The humans that they swore to protect are dying in the streets. And they got shit better to do. At least Optimus does. I mean he doesn't he doesn't, uh, no no. And he even says that he did it just to prove a point. Yeah. So it's just like, oh <laughs> All right. All right. What else is in the news? Well, that's all the news I have. Oh, not so fast, Ed. Really? I actually have a news article. Do you? Well, not really a news article. Something I posted today on Facebook that I figured I'd bring up since, you know, it's topical. (laughs) (laughs) Is um, they leaked photos. I don't know if it's leaked or done nowadays, but on purpose. Mm -hmm. They still have pictures of Jamie Foxx in his electro outfit. Really? You know, yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know if it's if it's leaked purposely or mm-hmm. not leaked purposely. Now, is he in the green unitar with the big yellow star? God, I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> Him in the big giant onesie, green onesie, yes. with the big, like, <laughs> I always like, I know it's supposed to be lightning bolts, but it was always, a, it was, he was a sunflower. Let's yes. face it. <laughs> Electric sunflower. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no, he wasn't. He was in a hoodie. Okay. And like, like, I'm like, kind of like almost homeless kind of thing, like beat up jeans and a, a hoodie. Okay. And you got to see his face, and his face is like all blue. Oh. But there's raised marks on his, like, on his head, like his face. Okay. Like, and obviously, it's supposed to be like electrical. Uh, I'm sure with currents. Currents. Um. Granted, I mean, pe- and people are bitching about it already. I'm like, okay, you got to realize that. Yeah, that's what he looks like. But they're going to enhance it. Right. For special effects. It's not like he's... Because he looks like, basically, like a kind of almost like a light blue Smurf. <laughs> you know? I mean, but the, it looked good. And he, and he looked... Like, if you didn't know it was Jamie Foxx, you would have a hard time really seeing Jamie Foxx behind the makeup. Okay. So that was kind of cool, as right. far as I was concerned. Like, And the look, people were going, oh, well, that looks stupid. I'm like, number one, doesn't have any special effects. Right. You know, it's just the makeup, and they'll enhance it with some kind of tweak here and there mm-hmm. it looked like he's like bald okay you know like the look is not the green unitard dandelion head knows, <laughs> that everyone yeah. knows well he, that's the new electro it's the electro 2.0 right is that what he's supposed to go after you think i guess that might be the look they're going for but i mean if you remember the edge of time game mm-hmm. where they had the um ultimate spider-man right where electro was kind of like basically a he looked like the silver surfer except with like electricity yeah that's kind of how it looks like the look they're going for. And I think that's kind of how he is. I remember in when MTV did a short-run Spider-Man cartoon. Right. Uh, I think I have it on DVD somewhere. With uh, Neil Patrick Harris as Peter Parker, I think mm-hmm. he was. They had that kind of electro where he was uh, bald. He was kind of hairless. Kind of right. like Powder. Remember the movie yes. Powder? Where he was hairless and bald. Right. Kind of like that look. And he wore a hoodie because he was basically a freak, you know. Yeah. He couldn't pass for a normal human being, and he kind of glowed a little bit. Right. And then when he, you know, and then even in the Ultimate Spider-Man now, in the cartoon that's on Cartoon Cartoon Network, not Cartoon Network, Disney the uh, XD, Disney XD, Disney XD. Yeah. Yes, I watched, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man. They use that kind of look for Electro, the uh, pure energy. So he's not wearing a costume. Mm-hmm. He's just, he, you know, I mean, obviously he's not naked. It's not like he's got his, you know 
wanging and her going, look at me, I'm electro. <laughs> she goes, money maker. It's just basically kind of like he's just all electricity. Right. So that kind of looks like the look they're going for. But, you know, the internet being the internet, they'd be like, oh, he looks, he sucks, uh, he looks stupid. I'm just going, and my my opinion was just like, you know what? It looks good for what they're trying to do. Right. And for the look they're going to try to capture for Electro. Right. So now I'm kind of, believe it or not, I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing Jamie Foxx in the role. And I'm, like I said, we've established earlier in the show that I'm not really a big Jamie Foxx fan right. of the person. But as an actor, Django and the stuff I've seen, I like him as an actor. Right. So I'm kind of kind of got me a little bit because I was let down from the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. This kind of got me a little intrigued and a little. I'm kind of into it now. Like well, to me, it's still Amazing Spider-Man. So that's kind of. Yeah, I know, but they've they've leaves that bad mark. It, it does leave a little bit of a bad taste in your yeah. mouth. I mean, but they sounds like he's going with a different style of costume and multiple different costumes. Okay. So and it might be it might be an inclusion, might be a hint of venom or carnage in it. I don't know about the the plethora of bad guys they got in the thing. It's Electro Rhino, uh, not not Electro Rhino. It's Electro okay. and Rhino. Yeah. Um, Mary Jane, they're introducing this movie. Okay. Uh, there might even be a hint of Black Cat. So I mean, you got four new characters in this movie, mm-hmm. plus Gwen and Pete. Right. So I I don't know, and also um, Norman Osborn they're introducing, not Norman Harry Osborn there, yeah, and Norman too. Yeah. So they're like, it seems to be like I get the feeling like the director Webb, I think his name was, ironically enough, oh, a guy right. named Webb directed Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Hollywood here. It looks like he kind of realized that I don't think he got to be able to make the movie completely the way he wanted to make the movie because mm. I still think Sony was kind of like this was supposed to be Spider Man four and we got. Fuck, you're going to work with the script. Right. I think he's kind of like trying to make amends for some of the plot holes and how kind of lackluster. I mean, yes, it made money. Not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. It, but it was going to make money. Right. You know, but making money and being a good movie are two very different things. Things, right. You know, I mean, Avengers, good movie, made a gazillion dollars. Dark Knight Rises, made a gazillion bucks. Eh, not so great a movie. Same with <laughs> Spider Man. You know, I felt like, you know, Spider-Man had some really good potential there, but just it fell short in so many different levels that it, I walked out going, ugh. Right. Like, like ugh. I, you know, it, okay, at least it wasn't emo Peter, like from <laughs> Spider-Man 3, right, so yeah. it was a step up, but... <laughs> but you it, haven't used the word emo in a while. That's good. Hey, you got to throw it. I got to find a way to work in emo in every episode. <laughs> emo. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be you, Elmo. <laughs> emo. I'll make that a fragrance. Fragrance. Shh, emo by Geeksters. <laughs> it's just going to be the because it's going to smell like people's tears. <laughs> tears and shattered dreams. <laughs> shame. Shame. You smell like shame. I'm wearing emo. Uh, emo. <laughs> by Geeksters. New fragrance from Geeksters. Emo. <laughs> What's it smell like? Shame and tears. Oh, so basically, you captured the smell from walking to a strip joint? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Emo. <laughs> Except ours more tears. That's that's more shame. This is more tears. <laughs> <laughs> and unlike the strip club, their parents love them. They just don't want to admit to it. <laughs> Strippers... They don't, no one loves them. No, I'm just kidding. I love them. 
Just saying. Ladies, look for my next scent. Sean. Sure. <laughs> A new line of scents for strippers. Sean. Sure. What's it smell like? Shame. <laughs> Shame and dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but I wanted to put that, wanted to mention that, that okay. we actually had the photos up on our, on our Geeksters page. I linked the article. I, I think it looks pretty good, and I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Again, not really sure about all the new characters are shoving in your face, but right. maybe he's trying to make amends for the Amazing Spider-Man in some way by throwing Black Cat, Electro, Rhino, kind of get like some of the classic people in there and maybe a tinge of new somebody new. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Platoon's coming out next year. Yeah, next year I think it is. Yeah. It's not coming out this year. And I also read an article too to kind of like continue on with the Spider-Man thing that it sounds like the, the companies that own, like okay, Sony owns Spider-Man at the mm-hmm. moment, that because the Avengers was such a hit, that other companies, and also too, there was a rumor if it wasn't for um, production time, mm-hmm. you would have seen Stark Tower in The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, that's you know that's the thing is so there, there there there's been rumors of that the companies now are trying to get along, right? To actually try to be able to incorporate Spider-Man into the Phase Two of, of the Avengers. Oh, that'd be nice. It would be nice, you know, but also the people from like like Fox. So like they're thinking about maybe they may be able to finagle Wolverine and Spider-Man into the Avengers because they technically are Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, almost everybody in the Marvel universe is an Avenger at this point. point, Yeah, so they might be able to kind of so they're everyone's trying to get along and trying to figure out how it's beneficial for everybody. But I mean, if you think about it, just by having Spider-Man alone, because Marvel, their grand vision was to take their comic book universe. And make a movie universe. Yeah. So it would make sense that you would have Spider-Man maybe be an Avenger for an episode. Those kind, you know, for an adventure for an episode. You know. <laughs> so it's beneficial. I think it's it's nothing but great press for Sony to have Spider-Man in an Avengers movie, right? To help their product. I mean, I think they're starting to kind of realize that we don't have to be selfish. We don't have to keep Spider-Man to ourselves. Plus the fact that if they get a cut of the one point five billion dollar. Uh... Maybe. I mean, but again, I think it comes down to like Marvel can just go, look, it's our character. You have the rights to use the character of the movies, but it's our character. We can have his likeness on a poster. Yeah. You know, because it's our guy. It's our guy. Right. You borrow it from us. (laughs) You know, so I think that there's a possibility of, you know, them, if they can find a way to kind of, like I said, get along, you might be able to get an interaction of other comic, like other movie studios. Which I think is kind of good, though. Right. Because if you kind of keep it centralized in, like, the Disney area, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they do good they do good films. <laughs> they do those kind of movies well enough that maybe they can go, okay, like, you know what? We don't have an idea for a Hawkman movie. A mm-hmm. Hawkman. Uh, a Hawkeye movie. <laughs> but you do over here at, like, Sony. Right. So, you know what? We'll, lend, we'll let you pay us to use Hawkeye for a movie. Right. And see how it goes. That kind of it. So maybe there's a way for everyone to get along right. and be able to see a different in movie styles as far as, yeah, Spider-Man is a Sony guy, but he's going to be in Disney's Avengers, like yeah. a crossover thing. Because it, all it does is just help promote the brand. Right. And it helps each other in the long run. Right. You know, yeah, that, was, that was it. That was the news article that I had. Well, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, Sean. That's great. I'm the news guy. 
<laughs> you don't bring news. I bring the news. <laughs> I'll bitch slap you later. <laughs> <laughs> you post on Facebook? Yes, I did, Ed. Okay. <laughs> I posted it on our Facebook page. (laughs) We're uh, Geeksters. Look it up. (laughs) Facebook page. Geeksters. And if you want to get in contact with us on our website, it's Mm wordswithgeeks.com. Yep, wordswithgeeks.com. Your easy access to Ed and Sean. (laughs) Okay, maybe more so Sean. Sean's a little easier than Ed. So, but if you want to come, you won't believe how easy he is. Oh yeah. Mm. So, guys, hey, ladies, buy me a soda and I'm yours for the night. Uh, uh, uh. If I go to a bar and people just line up sodas, I'd be like, fans of the show. All right, ladies, one at a time. You gotta be this tall to ride. Those of you with a heart condition or might be pregnant, you might want to rethink that. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, so anyway, like I was saying before, it, it rudely interrupted me. I'll do that often. Yeah. Um, well, if you want to get in contact with Ed, it's Ed's at Ed at. Whoo. <laughs> you think I screw it up? I recall. I'm still in that whole phase of oh, getting bought sodas. <laughs> If you want to contact Ed, he's ed at wordswithgeeks.com. I am, of course, Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Oh, I should be a rapper. <laughs> Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Uh, 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 uh. Don't rap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a geek of rap. <laughs> so you got it. You know the deal by now. If it's your first time, if your first time, we'll be gentle, baby. Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Our Facebook page is Geeksters. You can download our show from our website or from iTunes. We're in easy access to group. So hope you enjoyed our show. We'll see you next week. And I think Ed has a little something for you. Right. If you know you're a geekster, when you know what Daco means. Wow. You got one job to do the punchline. <laughs> you screw it up. <laughs> I think I did pretty well. You got to do it like you might be redneck kind of thing. <laughs> if you know what Thaco means, then you must be a geekster. And on that note, <laughs> good night. Night. <laughs>